I want to uh, say a few words about New Year's today on this secular New Year's Day, January 1st, 2024. Wow, I'm getting old. There's, uh, according to the Jewish calendar, well, it's not New Year's at all today. New Year's took place on the first day of the month of Tishrei several months ago. And according to Kabbalah, Rosh Hashanah is not just New Year's celebration, it's actually a day of judgment, which requires a tremendous amount of introspection. We believe that Rosh Hashanah is a day that the world is judged for the upcoming year. What part you'll play in the world, your physical success, health, wealth, uh, the events that will transpire in your in your life. So many of the things that seem out of our control, well, we believe it really is in your control, and it depends on the your prayers and your introspection and your character refinement that takes place on Rosh Hashanah and the preceding days until Yom Kippur. So that's according to basic Judaism. On Rosh Hashanah, our judgment is passed for the next year, and then we have until Yom Kippur to avert negative judgment and hopefully earn ourselves a kasiva v'chasim tova, a good to be written and sealed for a good year, a healthy and happy good year. We wish each other tekasev tekasem la'atachaim tovim l'shalom should be written and sealed for a life of goodness and peace. And that's normative Judaism. But according to Kabbalah, actually, the the judgment is written on Rosh Hashanah, sealed on Yom Kippur, and then it is delivered on Hoshana Rabbah, which is the last, second to last day of Sukkot. And the holiday of Sukkot. And that is, again, uh, meaning you have even a few more days. So after Yom Kippur, then we have the holiday of Sukkot, which is a time of joy and dancing and singing. And the last day of Sukkot, right before Simchus Torah, which we know this year Simchus Torah was a tragedy, right before Simchus Torah is a day called Hoshana Rabbah, which is actually another day which is very similar to Yom Kippur. It's a day of where people stay up the whole night praying and saying psalms. And there's a long, drawn-out prayer service with a lot of um, prayers for blessings for the new year. So we believe that that's really the final day of judgment when the the judgment is delivered, so to speak, for the new year. But according to Kabbalah, the Arizal revealed that really the judgment continues even until Hanukkah. That even if you didn't, you missed Rosh Hashanah, you didn't get written for a good judgment, and you didn't do that much repentance on Yom Kippur, you weren't sealed for a good year, and then Hoshana Rabbah passed, and you didn't even know about it, because a lot of people don't know, it's a Kabbalistic holiday, but you still, then on Hanukkah time, you can actually renew your judgment all over again. Because Hanukkah is a time after we passed the inspiration of Rosh Hashanah and the high holidays. We went through a cold, rainy uh, fall season and even the beginning of the winter. Times are dark and yet we light the candles of Hanukkah and it rejuvenates our connection and our inspiration, and we show God that we really care, even though 
we might have made resolutions on Rosh Hashanah that we didn't keep fully, but now our, we show that our hearts are really in it, even though we might have strayed a little bit. But really our true self is to connect to the mitzvahs and to God. And that's what the Arizal revealed. But there's even one later Rosh Hashanah. There were a number of Hasidic masters who had a custom to wish people a Shana Tova, a good gebenched year, a good year on January 1st. Now what's that about? So explains, I believe the Kedushas Levi, Rav Levi Yitzhak of Berdichev, or the Apter Rav of Yeshua Heschel of Apt, or both of them, explained that the reason they're wishing a good year on January 1st, which is not a Jewish New Year, is because, you know, let's say you missed Rosh Hashanah, you missed Yom Kippur, you missed Hoshana Rabbah, and you even missed Hanukkah. But on January 1st, God looks at the world and sees the way the whole world celebrates New Year's. Parties, drinking, New Year's resolutions, which often are broken the very next day. And then he thinks back to the way the Jewish people celebrate Rosh Hashanah, praying, fasting, repentance, charity. I mean, literally, we have an entire month leading up to Rosh Hashanah of introspection, and we wake up early for an entire week before Rosh Hashanah to engage in extra prayers. And then we have an entire week between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of intense introspection and repentance. And then we have a whole day of fasting on Yom Kippur, and God sees the way the Jewish people relate to Rosh Hashanah, which is as an opportunity to improve ourselves. And it's more than just lip service. On the days preceding and after Rosh Hashanah, we don't just make a resolution that we know we're not going to keep. We actually work on refining our behavior on taking on what's called Kabbalahs, which means changes in our behavior, which you're actually going to keep. And there are many that will take something on, on Simchas Torah, that they keep until Hanukkah or for the whole year, which is supposed to actually be a change in your behavior. And I personally, uh, in addition to whatever I was working on during uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, after October 7th, I also took on certain behaviors that I've kept, kept up, small behaviors, but behaviors that make a difference in my life. And God sees the difference between the secular New Year's and the Jewish New Year's, and he, no matter, even though we might have fallen, even though we might not have kept those positive changes in our life, God renews again uh, the Jewish people for a sweet new year and takes away whatever negative judgments we had against us. So this has been a very hard year for the Jewish people. Rosh Hashanah this year fell out on Shabbos, which means we did not blow the shofar. There's a rabbinic decree against blowing the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. When it falls out on Shabbos, even though the shofar is supposed to be an incredible tool to rip up negative judgments against the Jewish people, we gave it up in the merit of Shabbos to make sure that nobody accidentally violates Shabbos by carrying a shofar. And nonetheless, the Talmud says any year where you don't blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah is it going to be a very difficult year for the Jewish people. So we have to rejuvenate our commitment to grow as Jews in our relationship with ourselves, relationship with God, and relationship with others, in our connection to Shabbos, because 
We gave up the shofar as a testimony of our love of Shabbos, the importance of Shabbos to Judaism, of our commitment to the unity of the Jewish people, because any negative decrees can be ripped up through unity and love. So, And we see now in Israel, despite the fact that last year was a very hard year in Israel, we see now greater level of unity than, than ever before. People coming together, a re- re- renewed unity, a renewed connection to Judaism, and hopefully it should continue in this new calendar year. We should be blessed to see much better times for the Jewish people and for the world in the coming months and year. Wishing you all a Shana Tova, a good year of blessing, health, and happiness.